0: All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. Kristen's got a great inspirational prayer for all of you later, but I just want to talk to you for two quick minutes before we get to that about getting negative people out of your life. And this is not a minor thing, and in case you can't tell, it's actually something that's kind of really on my mind a lot lately, okay? One of my favorite Bible verses is Proverbs eighteen twenty one, and you may have heard me quote it before, and it says, death and life is in the power of the tongue. And that's a theme that's repeated time and again in the Bible. It emphasizes the importance of not just positive thinking, but positive believing and positive speaking. In fact, we're told that God spoke the universe into existence. Jesus is himself called the Word. There's a scene where the angel Michael is fighting with Satan, and he wins simply by saying, The Lord rebuke you. Jesus rebukes Satan simply by saying, It is written over and over. And he healed people just by speaking away their sickness. He even raised Lazarus from the dead just by ordering him to come forward from the grave. The power of words is one of the pervasive themes in the Bible. And we also know that in our everyday lives too, right? Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your deeds. Your deeds become your habits. Your habits become your character. The Bible summarizes this by saying, whatever a man soweth, he shall reap. So, sow positive words. But also, don't let other people ruin your blessing in your life by sowing negative words into you. There's a really interesting story in the New Testament where an angel comes to Zechariah, who's the father of John the Baptist, but this is before John's born. And an angel says to him, good news, your wife is going to conceive, you're going to have a baby. And Zechariah says, well, how's that going to be possible? My wife is barren and we're very old. And the angel says, well, look, God has already ordained this. And by the way, so that you don't cancel this blessing by speaking doubt and unbelief over it, I'm going to shut your mouth now and make you mute until the child is born. That's how much power negative words have, that they could actually have canceled God's plan, not just for Zachariah's life, but for John's life as well. So it's not just the words that you say, it's the words that other people say over you. And that's why I do not tolerate negative people around me. And sometimes they're nice enough and they mean well and and, and they're good people. But you know what? I'm not going to have people tell me, for example, that when Kristen and I get married, that things are going to be different between us and we're not going to feel the same way about each other. And we're going to have arguments and just days where we can't stand to be in the same room as as, as each other. Or people for no reason will tell me, well, you're young now, but when you get older, your body's going to start to go and your joints are going to hurt and this or that or or whatever is going to stop working. Or enjoy having money now because, you know, someday you're going to have children and they're expensive. Then you're not going to have all these nice things. It's like, you know what? Keep that to yourself. All right. If that's your life, that's your problem. It's not mine. I don't accept any kind of diminishment in my life. God is not going to bring me to a new level in my life and add new misery to it. He's not going to bless me with a wife who's then going to be a thorn in my side. He's not going to give me children, but not the money to pay for them. In fact, the Lord says that the spirit of the Lord bringeth prosperity and he adds no trouble to it. I interpret that to mean not just money, but prosperity in all things. And if something bad happens, it happens, and I'll deal with it. But I'm not going to give it permission to happen by having someone speak it into existence and me coming into agreement with it. Seriously, keep your misery to yourself. Now, you might think, well, Jordan, that's not very Christian of you. We're supposed to be a light to the world. We shouldn't just avoid negative people. Hey, look, it's one thing to be a light, but it's quite something else to let other people try to put your light out. Your destiny is too important. Do what you can to help people. Absolutely. That's why Kristen and I do this show to build people up, but don't fall into this misery loves company nonsense. And when people do try to speak negativity over you, do what Michael did to Satan and rebuke it immediately because the last thing you need is for their prediction to take root and become a promise. All right. That's my two minute message for today. And by the way, Kristen is the most agreeable, lovely person ever who would never be a thorn on my side. And she's the greatest blessing of all time and i am the most blessed and fortunate person to have her so i thought i should add that disclaimer
1: he's a very brilliant man as you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right he, he adds these great things hey,
0: that's hey listen sweetie we're in some dark times right now a lot of people really need your your prayer right now to lift them up so give us one of your Absolutely. great inspirational messages all right
1: Absolutely, absolutely. That that sermon was good. It was, you know you got to accentuate the positive and eliminate the negative. Got a song for everything, I guess. <laughs> so, absolutely. Um, so let's uh, let's get right to it. Lord, I'm reminded of the verse in Jeremiah. I love the book of Jeremiah because it, it talks so much, so real. He's it, called the weeping prophet. So I guess. During these times, Lord, um, when people might be weeping for a variety of reasons, God, maybe losing a loved one or um, just over different situations or weeping for the world, Lord. Um, you know, Jeremiah, we, when we read into Jeremiah's life, God, that's kind of what we feel right now, uh, on, maybe on different scales for different people, but it all matters to you. The emotion is the same, God. You've called us into this time of desperation of seeking your face, God. And just like Jeremiah, you have knit us in our mother's womb, God. And you know all the days before us, Lord. You know every detail. And just like you promised Jeremiah, you said, call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things and unsearchable things which you do not know. Wow, Lord. When I think about how Jeremiah was sitting in a prison cell when he penned the, those words, I think about how many of us and many, many people feel like they're in a prison, God, even if it's in a, a mindset, prison mentality in a mindset, in a, in a dark place, in a pit. So many times throughout the Bible, Lord, you have, you have never turned away your children. When we call to you, God. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all of my fears. Lord, we call to you. You set the captives free. Just like in Isaiah, we call to you. We call to you and you rescue us. That's what you said in the Psalms, that you rescue us from trouble, God. So right now, on behalf of your people, on behalf of everyone listening and for Jordan and I and our families and everyone listening and everyone's family, Everyone who's represented, Lord, and the whole entire world, our nation, our world, our city. God, with hearts before you, we call to you. We call out to you. God, we cry out to you. In fact, I just would love for every person who's listening right now to call out to Jesus on, on the behalf of the world, on behalf of your pain and, and your family's pain or any, in just this world. Whatever you're facing, whatever you—if you know someone who's facing something, or just maybe even people you don't even know—just just say Jesus. Just call out to Him in your own way, right now. I just can picture the orchestras of heaven feel, filling with our praise, filling with our humble cries to the Lord. We say, Lord. We're calling to you. We're not holding anything back from you, God. We're calling to you, God. We call to you to show us the great and unsearchable things which we do not know. We're calling out to you for help. We're crying out to you in our need, in our desperation. We're calling to you, Jesus. Jesus, you will never turn anyone away. You will never turn any one of your people away when they call to you. God, we're calling out to you, God. We're crying out. We're crying on behalf of this world. We're, we're crying on behalf of suffering. We're crying on behalf of those who, who need you, God. Those who don't know you, and don't know the hope that we have, God. We're crying out for people to get saved and come into your kingdom. We're crying out for loved ones who need you, God. We're crying out for people who have different emotional hurts in their life, God. Maybe a void in their life by a parent or a loved one or a spouse who's left or or a child or maybe a hurt God, a, a healing that they need, God, physically, emotionally. We're crying out to you, God. We're crying out to you, God. But we don't know where to turn, God. But we know our eyes are on you. And we all are crying out to you, God, to fill us with you, God. Fill us with your spirit. Fill us with your anointing, God. God, and take us out of the pit. If we're, we feel like we're in a low place, Lord, as a world, as a nation, God, but you are lifting us up. You are the lifter of our heads, God. And when we call to you, you will answer. You will answer, God. So we call to you. We cry out. We repent on behalf of our world, on behalf of our nation, God, on behalf of those who do not have... have grieved your spirit, God, on behalf of our own sins, God, we ask for forgiveness, God, we ask for you to stand in the gap for us, God, and to lift us up. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your hope. Your hope reigns. You reign, Father God. You reign, Lord, over us, God. You reign. We give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Wow, that was extraordinary, even for you. Good work, Kristen. You know, I I did one of of my better opening sermons, and I thought I was really going to carry the day today, and then you had to go and show me up with that. All right, that's fine.
1: That's why we're good for each other.
0: Yeah, all right. It's a healthy competition. All right, well, look, we got uh, a bunch of prayer requests tonight. We certainly hope everybody joins us in praying for these people, and certainly if you have any prayer requests yourself, you're always uh, free to send them in. You can uh, type them in the comments section. Although honestly, the best way to get them to us is just the messenger button. All right, so let me go through these. Uh, Messaniah prays for spiritual restoration. Darla, um, Darla, prays beca- asks us for, to pray for her because actually her son just passed away, and she's obviously suffering through a great deal of grief. I'm reminded of the verse, and you've heard me say this before that. Uh, God is very close to the brokenhearted, and that, it's obviously what she's experiencing right now. So, Father God, we certainly pray that you are with her and you comfort her. Actually, we have a few of these tonight. Give her the peace that passes understanding. God, we know that no one can replace her son, but I know that you can heal the pain and that, that you can fill emptiness And I know it's a tough subject, God, but, you know, she's reaching out to you. She's not saying, I'm angry at God. I blame God. She's saying, God, heal me. And so, God, I ask that you go and heal her. Farouk uh, prays for success in business. Well, you know, I actually opened uh, in in the opening monologue. I said something about that, that uh, the spirit of the Lord bringeth prosperity and he adds no trouble to it. So, Farouk, we're going to pray for your business. Jibian. Says, please pray for my father in law because he has liver problems and he can't walk. And pray for my family also. Well, you know, uh, one of the first miracles Jesus performed was when um, there was a man who couldn't walk, and Jesus said, Take up your mat and walk. And another one where a man was a quadriplegic and his friends lowered him through the roof, and uh, Jesus. Actually, I think that might have been the same one. Take up your mat and walk. So anyway, he definitely, Jesus definitely performed miracles where he he told people to get up and, (laughs) and walk. And so that's certainly not too big for you and your father. And we certainly also pray for a clean liver for him. Rashid says, please pray for my family. Sabir also says, please pray for my family and my family and my work. Nair says, keep our family in your prayers. God bless you. We also, of course, want to remember all of our, Christian missionaries in Pakistan and India tonight and all over in other places. Uh, the Philippines, we get a lot from. Uh, we had some from Nepal the other day, believe it or not, Papua New Guinea, Fiji. So we want to keep all of them in our prayers. And then we have another one uh, that asked to remain anonymous it says, uh, Please pray for my family. We've lost a loved one and are unable to convene to console one another or give our loved ones a proper wake, service, or funeral. I've actually, this has been happening a lot. Now, Kristen and I are in New Jersey, and I see regularly regularly now my Facebook feed where someone has passed away, not necessarily from the coronavirus, but, you know, passed away in general, and you can't even have a funeral service for them. They might let one family member go, and everyone else has to wait in the parking lot or something like that. Uh, so this is becoming quite common. There are also a lot of people right now who are in hospitals, And the families have to wait, not even at the hospital, because the hospitals are overcrowded. They don't want to spread the diseases. And so you have families who exhibit, their their loved ones exhibit symptoms of coronavirus. They have to go to the hospital, get a test. They don't know for days if the person's positive or not, and they can't be with them. And you're just sitting at home waiting for an answer. And so it's a special kind of torture. Uh, This person continues, please also pray for the family that lost a child due to drowning in Tom's River as well as the police responders that attended to the incident. Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of people don't realize how much that affects police officers, too. So we're going to pray for all this. There's just a lot of, uh, a lot. I'm seeing a lot of loss today. And and Kristen, one of our friends, I don't know if you saw, She's uh, she posted something on Facebook today just about, you know, how her mother passed away. And three or four times a day, she still picks up her cell phone to call her mom to ask her something and and then forgets that, you know, she can't. But she's she's so strong in her faith now that she says, you know, she's actually glad that she had passed away before this coronavirus thing, because it would have been would have been even worse with her in the hospital now. So
1: yeah.
0: it's, it's uh, strange the way God works. Well, anyway, look, every one of these prayers is really important to us, even the ones we have a bunch here that are just two or three words. Spiritual restoration, success for business, son died, that sort of thing. But we know what's going on behind that. And, and more the point, God, you know what's going on behind that. You know that these people are suffering. And God, we know that all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord, for those who are called according to his purpose. But God, we also know that you are known as the comforter. One of the names of the Holy Spirit is the comforter because you don't like to see your people suffering, okay? Mm -hmm. Just like no father likes to see their children suffering, you don't either. God, when people come to you, In prayer, we ask that you honor their prayer. We ask that these people repent of any sin they might have in their lives. And of course, all of us have sinned. And this isn't a judgment thing. To all these people, we ask that they just repent of their sins. and They come to God with clean hands. Because more than anything else, God doesn't want you to repent of sins because he's mad at you. He wants you to repent of your sins because he doesn't want sin to be this thing that's stuck in between you and he. Okay, he is holiness. You need to sin out of your life so that you can come to him directly. God, we pray for all of these people. You know the, the message today was about how powerful words are, God. But, but we know that your your words have the ultimate power. When we give these prayers to you. Your word says, where any two are in agreement, you'll honor those prayers. God, we ask you to honor all these prayers. We ask you to heal these wounds. We ask you to comfort. We ask you to comfort all of these people. Okay. We ask you to heal the sick. We ask you to feed the hungry. God, I even prayed this morning with Kristen you know, to end world hunger, to end world poverty. And you say something like that, and it's audacious, and people think that's impossible, but we serve an impossible God. And so I'm, I'm even going to pray for that. Protect all of our missionaries everywhere. Let them be a light in their communities. Keep them safe from, from attack and from injury and from starvation. Let even non-believers and non-Christians see your work in them and know that you're the one doing it, know that you're the one true God. God, for all of these people, I pray not just that their prayers are answered, but that your prayers for them are answered, that they grow in spirit and in truth, that they become the great prayer leaders in their communities, that people look up to them for leadership, that when other people need spiritual restoration, when other people need success in business, when other people have a loss in their family, that they go to these people here because they see the miracle that you did in their lives. That's my prayer for them, God, tonight. That's my prayer for everybody listening to this. Thank you, God. Thank you for this opportunity to talk to these people and also to talk to you. We love you and we honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, my dear, would you like to uh, lead us in the call to salvation, please?
1: Absolutely. If you want to accept Jesus into your heart, now is the perfect opportunity So just follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you prayed that prayer, let us know. We want to hear from you. You can send us a message, an inbox message, or you can comment on the video. And we want to get you started with your walk with Christ.
0: Amen. All right. Good work, Kristen. Hey guys, listen, first of all, for those of you who send us these positive messages saying, you know, just saying God bless you, or I'm praying for you or good job or anything like that. I want, you to know, we read every single one of them and they mean the world to us. Okay. Again, we don't get paid to do this. We don't um, ask for any money. We don't accept any money. Uh, we're just doing this because honestly there, there are a lot of people who are suffering and we're trying to do our part to help. That's really why we do this. And so it really Um, it helps us a lot too when we get positive feedback like that. So really thank you from the bottom of our heart from that. Uh, On that note, please, again, we don't ask you for money, but we do ask if you wouldn't mind to please share the videos, share the page, like the page, ask your friends to like the page because that helps us to spread our message of positivity. You notice we don't, we are the least judgmental people. We're not here to judge you. We're just here to love you. Okay. So we try to, we want our message to go out, not just to believers, but non-believers because honestly, they need it even more. Okay. So uh, help us help us spread the good news here. That's what the word gospel means, by the way. It means good news. I know we, this is maybe a bigger topic. I know sometimes people go to, to church and they just think like, you know, uh, it, it's all about sin and condemnation. That's not it at all. It's actually about the good news that we have victory in this life. Okay. So help us out and spread that good news. Guys, listen, um, thanks for another great week. We really appreciate all you all the support. Uh, We'll see you tomorrow night at 7.30. In the meantime, please be blessed. And as, as always, be a blessing. Have a great night.
1: Bye, everybody.
0: Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3.